0: New for 96 with your hosts, Kevin McCauley and Chris Nguyen. Should we get clapboards? Yeah. I Can used you imagine? Yeah, I used
1: to have one from like Ikea in college. I remember there was one that was like McDonald's Happy Meal. Like it a clapboard? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. That was what a it a toy? Was for. Uh, yeah. I would hate that. It that's absolutely a shitty toy. Was.
0: It was tiny also. The best McDonald's toys uh, that I ever got were the Back to the Future models. Uh, oh, that's I think cool. Back to the Future 3 was, like, playing at the time. I'm not really sure. Uh, but you could get, with your Happy Meal, a Back to the Future toy, which was the DeLorean. And I think they included, like special giveaway was like the VHS of one and or two back to the future mm. which actually does not make sense because that would have been like a really expensive happy meal toy yeah so that, I don't crazy. know cannot confirm hmm. uh but uh I did I there was at least a DeLorean I know that much I hope you're satisfied I hope that answers your questions yeah that does hmm. that does Good. Um. Anyways, how are you? How are you? I uh, asked first, and don't care if someone to tell you how I am. I'm okay. Sure. I hope that that also answers your questions. Mm. Mm. Uh. No, but how are you? I am okay. We've
1: been chatting a little bit before this, catching up, if you will. Yeah. I
0: haven't seen you in days. Right, it's been it's been a week or so. It has been oh yeah about no exactly no I saw you over the weekend. <laughs> oh yeah I forgot about that. Yeah, Kevin comes to visit uh, sometimes by surprise, uh, and is never deterred uh, when I am in towel, not right. just uh, above my chest but also atop my head. Um, which every time I am in that is my home outfit. I like to be comfortable.
1: Yet you wear your home shoes, which is an interesting choice. You have sneakers for the home. Yeah,
0: (laughs) towel and sneakers. I have a set. I actually have a. (laughs) Okay, this is gonna sound crazy. I have the a same set of shoes, uh, for the indoors as I do the outdoors. (laughs) So, um, because, I mean, even though I'm at home, I want things to coordinate and match accordingly because I am not a farmer after all you yeah. however yes run your shoes indoor and out even in this time that we live in <laughs> where there is just COVID littering the streets mm-hmm. like you can just see it I mean it might be dirt I don't know but who yeah. can who can say mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Kevin comes over sometimes to visit and before yeah. he would <laughs> well, in in be like relegated. May. Yeah, yeah, in
1: like May and, and April, we'd sit on your porch or we'd chat wearing masks like by your front door. Yeah. And then it got to the point where it's a million degrees it's outside. Very hot. And I yeah. knock on the door and you're like, "Well, I guess you have to come in because it is too hot to survive."
0: Yeah, you insisted here. like on coming over. So, uh, you come in and you sit in like the Entry. I have a chair for you. Yeah, you have an airlock chamber. Yeah, and I sit in my chair, which leans back, which is really unfortunate with the towel because I do like to (laughs) uncross and recross my legs, Uh, a la Sharon Stone. Um, But you know, I like it's my house. I can do what I want. Um. So yeah, but we also saw each other last Friday. Uh, and you, I, I will say that the Land Cruiser is uh provides at least six feet of distance from the driver's seat to like the cargo area where you hung out and you hung out of the tailgate and shot uh the Aviator. Um, we went to a bridge, and yeah, I provided the chase car once again. Um. And that was neat. I'd had the AC on full blast just in case your COVID should want to try to blow up upstream towards me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hope that, you know, really saved me.
1: Yeah. This was the third time we've used it for, we've used the Land Cruiser for car to car and it's been really great every time. It's the, that the way the tailgate, just the, top section opens. Split tailgate. uh, Every car should have this.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Which like I kind of wonder about the why the uh, GX or Land Cruiser Prado why they don't have like a split tailgate. I always think like the swing door is like very inconvenient. Yeah maybe. It's cool but yeah not nearly as practical. No okay here's the thing about the GX is um, that the hinge is on the right oh, side, for, okay. so it's for right-hand oh. drive. So yeah. it's for the Japanese market, meaning that if you open the tailgate, or if you open the door uh, in the back, it locks you from like what would likely be the sidewalk if you're on a two-way street. So if you have like things in your hands uh, and you have like can't close the door, you're kind of SOL. Yeah. Um, Speaking so, of which. Yes. Does it,
1: okay, does it bother you when people park, like, on the street on the wrong side? Even if it's for, like, I guess people do it usually for a short interval. It bothers me and I
0: feel like a cop. (laughs) Well, that should make you feel bad. Uh, yes, but I think it's just because we grew up here. Because when I go to Seattle, and I think Portland's like this, too, uh, but they can park any which direction on any side of the street. What? And it blows my mind. Whenever I never see that in Portland. Maybe it's just in Seattle. I don't know. I am trying to remember, like I've been to Portland enough times, but, uh, at least in Seattle, I just very distinctly like am freaked out every single time. And I will, of course, like park, uh, facing the right direction, the direction of flow, because I'm just so used to it and it feels wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, So, I mean, honestly, I would love that because whenever I park the Celsius on the street, um, like in front of my house, I have like a very high curb. And so I have to get out curbside and I have to hold the door as I'm getting out, (laughs) trying not to like uh, scrape the door. So that would be great for that car. Uh, But otherwise, yes, it does. It visually bothers me. Because Remember when I had to move the Celsius and park it in front of your house because I do. Your you 9/11 disappeared. Was it yeah. was broken. And I stood in front of my neighbor's house for like ten minutes while you went on a joyride. Um, yeah, got the tail out. Yeah. Wrong, I tried to get the tail direction. out on the Celsius, by the way, and on like uh eighty-five section eighty five. I don't I actually, don't, I don't recall what the actual um, sidewall is, but it's extremely thick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because there's so much bend, I cannot, not even in the wet, I, I can't get like it to kick out. So, I think it's those, it's those
1: old Toyota transmissions that are just so leisurely. They probably like, are. Just, I mean, there's just never the oomph to do this. Like I've gotten the Sport cross like loose like once because it was wet and I had to like really abuse it because
0: is, it's a V8, It's V8. It's got 265 horsepower. I don't know what the torque numbers are on there, but uh, I uh maybe all of the torque is like at 5,500 RPM or something. But I feel
1: like you'd have to put your foot to the floor like four seconds before you
0: like crank the wheel. Probably, yeah. For it to like actually hit the right time. It's also really heavy. Uh, yeah. And like at least on streets, I don't think I can uh, actually... Get it up to speed. Um, yeah. So I do really miss that about uh, both BMWs, my E90 330i and 328i wagon, was that it was really easy to get the tail out, like mm-hmm. at 10, 15 miles an hour, with the right like uh, corner, and it was so easy to control. And I miss that because uh, I can sort of do that in the 911, but um, the tires are pretty sticky and. I'm like also deathly afraid of uh, slamming it into a curb because usually that's the type of corner yeah. that I'm taking. Uh, also, the
1: 911 like all the weight is on the rear tires, so yeah, it's so really you, it's hard. To yeah, get it. it's hard. Like if you're like if the ta- if if the back is coming
0: around, like things are not going well. No, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. So oh. uh, maybe we can like find a wet parking lot one day yeah um oh my wait wait so like a bunch of teenagers my
1: friend and i like my best friend in high school yeah. we had our front wheel drive cars me my probe gt and his he his hyundai tiburon and oh. we were we wanted to like do burnouts and like get photos of it yeah me ever the automotive photographer wanted to like have pictures of us doing burnouts so we had like water down like we put water down from like jugs that we bought at kroger oh my and like, god <laughs> like i don't think we got i think we got the tires spinning but like but no there was no smoke or anything like as soon as the water like had evaporated or we had like gotten out of the water it
0: re-grabbed See, it was that very was... sad and we just got this like really sad roll of photos that was your mistake <laughs> right there was using water you should have gotten jugs of like olive oil well so
1: okay so what they say is I think uh
0: bleach what
1: yeah so okay so like when I moved to Houston like 10 years ago um me and Matt Hardigree like would occasionally shoot some cars or like you know, he would show me the cars he had when he lived in Houston. He would have press cars, and I remember because he he lived in Oak Forest at the time, mm. and we he had a Jag XFR, and mm. he was the same thing. He wanted to like get a burnout photo, and like he, we went to Kroger and bought like I think it was bleach.
0: I feel like that would somehow damage I don't, the paint and one the things. I yeah, I don't know to so use bleach. You pour bleach on the ground, correct. And did it work? I don't think so. I have to. I have to like go back and look at the photos. Maybe I don't think it did. This. I, I, I feel like this is like how you prank a dumb person. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I mean, it's not like he told me to go buy the bleach. I mean, our president thought that bleach would cure COVID. That's so true. <laughs> maybe hey, there's no, from proof the same that that not. Yeah, no proof that it's yeah. not. No proof that it's not. Uh, I drink one shot glass a day of bleach. (laughs) Really clears out the system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, you're looking particularly pale nowadays. Mm -hmm. must be working. Um, Okay, so
1: I have a... Before we dive into our main topic, I do have a question. Yes. Two questions. Yes. Two questions that I put on our thing here. Yes. Uh, So, like, very briefly, like, what was your earliest driving experiences like? And, like, did you... Like it because I I'll I ask because I think I was I I want to say I was like thirteen and it and my and it was Thanksgiving so there was no one on the roads you know in the middle of the yeah. day and my dad like he took me to like a parking lot and he let me drive his five thirty e thirty four yeah like around a parking lot and you know and I remember being so nervous but like you know it was cool but I had always. Had this fear Le- leading up to that. I always had this fear, like, because I was so obsessed with cars. You and I are like weirdos because I remember when all of my friend group became into cars, like, when we turned 16. Yeah. But like, I was always into this stuff just. Because of I, I oh, just yeah. revered the objects, like like yeah. you and me, where it's like I just loved the vehicles, like I, it was, it was completely separate from driving. It was oh, like about the specs like, and the and the design and the objects and I, the, like the loyalty of the brands. Like I yeah. just loved all of that. I
0: was obsessed with like even like dumb normcore cars. Like yes, uh, you were. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even know how early, early on, but like my like interest in volvos came from the fact that. Like most of my family had owned a Volvo of some kind at that point, and yeah, that you know shot me down that rabbit hole. So, um, so yeah, when I so I, I drove that one time, and then I drove a few more times.
1: Like you know, and then he took me. Like we went to the mall parking lot. I think this maybe I was fourteen, but like it was a while before I was old enough to drive. Yeah, because I got I I turned because we could get you know, at the time in Texas, you could get your learner's permit at 15. So right. like three months after my birthday, I was scheduled to like take driver's edge and get
0: my learner's permit. Yeah. And then, uh, um, oh, man, I was on you know. the ball, like about that. Like I wanted it yeah. like, it, as soon as I was eligible to get like a learner's permit and my license, like I didn't want to wait like a day. Yeah, uh, I, I
1: mean, I think there was like a wait, like I think there was like a waiting list to get in. That's why it was like about three months. But yeah, I remember, I, I, my birthday is November. I think it was February that I took the the class. But yeah, I was always like, what if I hate driving? It was always a fear in the back of my mind. And then once I was confident driving, oh, I man. was, I, I was like what if I hate driving a manual? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, what if I love cars and I love this and I'm supposed to like driving
0: a manual transmission, but what if I just don't like it? I had, like, a concept of, like, manual and automatic. Like, not, like, what it would be like to drive, but my dad's best friend, like, he'd always have manual cars, and his son was my best friend at the time. And so, uh, like, I grew up like witnessing I didn't know obviously like driving dynamics and what would make it different uh but like there was like a reverence for manual cars and I was interested Mm -hmm. in that I remember being obsessed with the Volvo 850T5R and being upset that it didn't come in a manual even though I didn't know like (laughs) what effect that would actually have but uh I was sort of the opposite in that I was so confident about like I didn't know what it would be like to actually drive a car, but I was so confident that I was going to love this. I was going to know mm-hmm. what to do immediately. You never I'd had been, any doubt? No. In fact, like, I think I had just thought about it so much. And as I, like, approached the age, uh, like, I would be paying attention to how people drive cars just to pick it up. So my yeah, first Yeah, I, I did that,
1: too. I did that, too. And also, like, when we moved to the Woodlands,
0: so this was in...
1: I don't remember what year it was that I turned I think it was ninety nine that I turned fifteen. Um, or it was fifteen in ninety nine. But like I had, we had moved to the woodlands right before and I had like navigated like my mom like didn't know her way around and it's a very confusing place that all looks the same. And I had like I was I was the map person you know like there yeah. was no online maps like we had a physical map and i knew like the way around and i like learned way before i could drive yeah. but i also i also like i i remember once cuz my dad would let me drive through the neighborhood and i remember once i swear like i slowed to for a stop sign like as gradually and slowly as i could from like like three eighths of a mile away. Like yeah. I'm slowing for this stop sign. I was like, I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be smooth. I didn't want it to be like jerky. I've been in a car where it's
0: jerky. I didn't want that.
1: But it was like it was so slow. Like the slowest deceleration
0: for a stop sign. Been behind your kind before, and I don't yeah. care for it. Hmm. Um, I was probably overly confident. <laughs> <laughs> so, my first driving experience was in uh. Orange County, California, uh, where my very irresponsible older cousin, uh, was, uh, is this the one I'm thinking? Is? Yes. Yes. Who, uh, got me, uh, into, uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm just remembering all the events of what you, yeah. you now, you knew about.
1: Yeah. He had that friend, I think her name, I can't remember it. Was it Molly?
0: Yes. I believe that was, <laughs> that was her name. Uh, anyway, so we, we, of course they'll talk to this day and get along swimmingly. Uh, and he lives in Newport beach, California. Uh, and, uh, so I, he must've been 16, I think 16 or 17. No, he was, uh, no, he's four years older than me. So he would have been like 18 cause I was 14. And so is
1: he like 48
0: now? Um, you said he's four years older than you. Yes, he is four years older than me, which makes him thirty-two. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you're the oldest one here, Kevin, mm, and yes. that's not a joke. Um, I mean, that's what everyone would believe. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> dear lord, you're ruining, you're ruining the mystery. I I have deleted my birthday off of Facebook so that no one would eventually know my true age and there'd be lore. Mm. I use it as a yellow page, basically listing more than anything. I haven't posted in like three years. Um, anyways, so, uh, it was a, I of course remember it's a 1997 Toyota Camry V6 XLE. Uh, that's,
1: that's the extra luxury edition. It's
0: the extra luxury edition. Um, and he, we stopped by a store, and he said, do you want to drive the car around? I'm going to go inside. And I, I was like 14. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. And so he got out and I got in the driver's seat and, uh, he went in the store. I drove around and I was just giddy. Like I had, wow. I had never driven a car before and he just, he wasn't even in the car. That's <laughs> this crazy. That's is pretty funny. pretty on par with, uh, <laughs> wow. um, his, who he is uh and so yeah I drove around and then I distinctly remember coming back around to pick him back up and like I came to a stop but I was so excited like to like getting to drive the car that I didn't even think about it I like came to a stop I mean I didn't really have an experience either and I put it into park before the car actually stopped so the like (laughs) it grinded uh, wow. to a stop. Uh, and then he let me drive home. Uh, wow. yeah, to, so you were like on real roads in California. I was on early. real roads very unlawfully. Um, wow. and drove back. like It must've been like three or four miles. And I just was like, it was bliss. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm, I cannot believe he let me do that. Wow. Um, and then there was another time in Houston. Uh, Uh, I'm trying to remember when that, it might've been like a friend of mine who got his learner's permit first. And even though he was supposed to have an adult, he was driving around for some reason. And then he let me drive his car. Uh, but by the time my dad started teaching me how to drive for my learner's permit or with my learner's permit, like I was so comfortable driving a car and I had, like, one hand on the wheel and the other hand, like, on the arm. Or, or my other arm wasn't the armrest. And he was, like, appalled. He was, like, this is not how you drive. Like, <laughs> 10 and 2, even though no one drives at 10 and 2. 10 and so, 2 is not good. It's not good. But, okay, do you remember what your first manual car was that you drove? Yeah. What it? was, was it? a
1: Suzuki Samurai. Wow. Well, yeah. my my... Our next door neighbor, uh, like his one of his sons or something, had it and yeah. uh, like let me like learn on it. And of course, like I didn't quite get. I mean, I got it uh, like in principle, and I got around, but it wasn't. It didn't really click. And then, like, uh, my first car was a Probe GT, and I like kind of got through the test drive, and then like you know, yeah, got it from there. I guess I got uh, you know, I guess I got it. I don't remember having a difficulty after that, but I remember the test drive on like 59
0: being a little bit stressful. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mine was an 86 Celica convertible. It belonged to a friend of mine, and this must have been like this was probably l- later in the high school. So I think I had a driver's license at that point. But uh, yeah, he taught me how to drive stick on that. I don't remember like how difficult or easy it was, uh, but he didn't care about the car. So uh, that was... Uh, I think there's
1: like a 91 Celica convertible in my neighborhood, like on one of the in one okay. of the houses.
0: Here's the thing. So yeah. related to that, that was the first car that I drove with momentum uh, because the first car that I actually... Would you say- When you say momentum, you're talking about the dealership. Um, I am now. Yes. Uh, No. So (laughs) that was the first. The Celica was the first car that I actually like drove manual in. Like it's in like the car moved and like we were on a street and driving. But the first car Uh uh, was a what I thought at the time was a nine eleven G body nine thirty turbo. Wait, is this? Is this happening? Are you doing this? I'm doing this. This is you, you have are the a, king of this you are king of the segue. You uh, have it here on the list so we're going to talk about it. So yes. I had uh my first car but was a from the top. Yeah. So my first car was a 95 Saab 900 SE with the unfortunate V6 and um like I had bought it Uh, I think it was, like, on my 16th birthday or, like, the day after. Um, And I'm very, I'm, like, a little bit cloudy on how this came to be, but... So am I. Basically, what happened was um, the, like, they came and got the car because it needed, like, immediate servicing, which was not a good sign. Um, and so instead of me driving it to the dealership, they came and picked it up. And so this is how long after you bought it? Like, like immediately? Oh, probably a week, less than a week. Okay. And, yeah. uh, the person who dropped it off or rather picked it up, uh, left a G body nine eleven, um, and said like, here, this is like, use this, uh, if you need to get around, and I'll come back and swap the cars and uh so it wasn't like an official dealership thing i think it was just like his car um mm-hmm. and you know and this was like the late 90s uh so like the, you, the cars weren't worth anything so it yeah, was yeah but someone like there's still
1: you still pay money to upkeep it like someone still had yeah, something invested possibly. in it also you at 16 must have looked like you were
0: 11. The same, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay, so like yeah, I said. <laughs> with a little bit spikier hair. Um, okay. Did you have jinkos at the time? I did not have jinkos at the time. I wore Billabong. <laughs> right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Right. Pardon. Um, me. And they were purchased from Pacific Sun,
1: if <laughs> uh, you must know. It's called Sun. It's yeah. called
0: PacSun now. Pacific Sunwear. Um, so that car I thought was a turbo because... In my, like, uh, young, unknowing of Porsche history mind, it had a big tail on it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, it's a turbo. Like, that's the thing. And so I don't actually know if it was or not, but it had a tail. Um, And I tried to get it going. It was a stick. And he asked me, do you know how to drive a stick? And I was like, yes. And he left (laughs) it with me. And I remember getting it going enough to turn it around half block later because I could not get it going. Uh, because obviously it's a manual, they only made them in manual. Uh and so I like somehow like was able to do a 360. I like basically stalled it every three feet until it came back around. So that car was probably destroyed after. Mm-hmm. Uh I got my hands on it, but that was my first manual experience, but the car did not actually move with momentum <laughs> uh is what I meant by that earlier. it lurched uh it lurched for like about five hundred feet so Wait, but I thought you drove it home no, no 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 oh, wow. no, uh, so that's how it got it that's how it was there was like it was dropped off at the house when the guy picked up the car. Oh, okay. So I don't, yeah, I don't remember the circumstances. I don't know if it was like, Oh, he was supposed to pick up the car on the way to work or something. And I, cause I, in the future I got like loan, I got like sob loaner cars. Uh, cause at the time <laughs> the nine three was current. So I would get like nine three, uh, loaner cars and like, those were like rocket ships compared to, cause they would, those had the 2.3 turbo in them. Oh uh, yeah. So the base model is that, is, how is that compared to like Stevens? Cause I drove his, uh, that was probably the same as yeah. like it's Stevens. So he, he had the, um, the next generation, like the new non hatch generation. Yeah. Uh, so like when the, when it became the nine three, Uh, I think they made the turbo, the 2.3 turbo, the base model that used to be the fast car. Uh, so like the, if you had bought a 900 turbo, you got the 185 horsepower. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was a two liter turbo. Um, so I haven't thought about sobs in a very long time, but you see what you've done. You've infected my brain again with this information. Yeah. 2.3 was the naturally aspirated. Well, you need to get a sob diecasts i do have a 164th scale no no 143rd. no that does not count you need know, a 118th. 118th is the only diecast that's our that currency count. that's yeah. our currency those are the only ones that exist um yeah did i conclude the 930 story yeah i think so you've walked it back more than i've ever heard you <laughs> walk <What>? it back <laughs> So I hadn't really thought about it. And then when you I saw it, you had written it on the list. I had to think back. With, with three quotations. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I had to think about it. Like, I just hadn't thought about it in so long. Uh, and I had to, like, bridge together the facts. Whoa, uh, Levcar. car model. I thought that said Taoping. But it says Top Wing. It is not a Chinese model brand. It's a 118th 9-4X uh, die-cast model. It's a resin model. But they probably made more of these and they did the real thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't remember the last time I saw a real thing. I don't know either. Like, I did a quick like BRZO search for them to see if like they exist, uh, but I couldn't find one. Wow. But that would actually be kind of cool. I mean, it's serviceable, right? Because it's technically a uh, GM base yeah so i assume they use the same motors etc uh so in theory that could i mean all the new newer sobs uh up until the end in theory are serviceable except for all the proprietary bits which that top gear documentary Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) made it seem like there are very few shared components yeah that was great yeah, except well, for so, the 97 okay, so how, x <laughs> How are we going to do the diecast? How are we going to uh, do it? So let's jump right in. Let's jump right in. So, in the time of COVID, uh, yeah. doing car things, it proves to be challenging, at least in the old way. Uh, not yeah. old way, but just like going and doing car things. So, like, we were supposed to go to Luft um, in April. Yeah, April, end of May. End of May. So we were supposed to go to go. no, to maybe it was end of April, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh but we said so we we're supposed to go to Lyftcol, uh and obviously that was canceled. So, uh first year in 3 for me and more for you uh, that we did not go and basically all other future like future gatherings um, I have not attended any of the Uh, Cars and coffee. I I think unofficially people are meeting for cars and coffee, you know, just, uh, sparsely populated or attended cars and coffees and, and not much posted about, I suppose. So, uh, as to not draw a crowd anyways, um, I've been pretty strict, I suppose, uh, about not going to those myself. Um, You and I have done a a couple of car things, but mainly it's just, like, drives, so it's not really, like, going to see... Yeah, like, we've met with, like, one person and stuff. That's all we've done. We haven't done
1: any, like, car, like, things with people. Yeah, so... We haven't even done drives, because it's been too hot to do drives. Like, we did a
0: drive, like, three months ago, when my 911 broke. When your 911 broke, and my AC had conked out, and it was, like mid nineties still. So that was torturous. Cause it was like a 40 minute drive. Um, oh, it was more than that. Yeah. We, we did a drive with our friend, Tom, former guest
1: and I couldn't take my car. So I took the sport cross, which was very comfortable.
0: It was very comfortable. My car was very hot because it's a fishbowl. Uh, and Tom was very comfortable in his Rivera blue 993 with working but, modern yeah. AC. Yes. Uh, so, And anyway, so, Yeah, I've missed doing like car things and I miss seeing like groups of cars. And we do have like in Houston, I will say like we have uh, pretty good car people or people who collect like interesting things and bring them out and actually drive them. And Mm. so I missed, I don't know what, I just suddenly got an urge the other day to uh, buy a bunch of die-cast models. Like I've been holding off. I, you know, I'd always kind of, I'm not a big like, model person like I don't have like a model train set in my basement nor do I have like uh, a giant like shelf full of hundreds of models but I've always want I if I wanted to collect what specific ones for a long time now and uh, I always thought it was kind of silly spending more than like what a maisto costs Uh, maistos are like I mean you could buy those literally by the pallet load at Costco Mm -hmm. for $10
1: a piece yeah, yeah. You, there's been ones that I've been like, you need to get this. Like, you. Ne- I've been trying to convince you so. on things for for so long, and then one day you're just like, I'm gonna buy some models, and you send me a list of like a dozen. I, and we were. I helped you refine the list, but it was crazy that you went into this like, I'm yeah. going to buy a shitload of models and I'm just going to do it. And I'm, like, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, you can't... I think for you, I think you get enjoyment from the thought of buying and selling real cars. And that is, you know, depending on your comfort level, like unfeasible right now. Like some people, obviously, some people are still buying and selling and auctioning cars, but like if you're not comfortable or if it seems unlike not enjoyable to yeah. like sell a car or be a part of the buying process of a car like that's totally understandable and so to it, yeah. fill that with these diecasts that you can have in the
0: right color and the right spec like car right yeah. here live in-person great. car things like give me anxiety at the moment and so uh yeah the thought of like buying and selling a car and having to like i mean people do it and it's probably fine but uh this just like accelerated it without like too much commitment and so yeah I sent you like I just it started out with one model in particular that you know I've been talking about for a long time that I should just go ahead and get uh because the real one is so difficult to find and then somehow that just snowballed mm-hmm. and it suddenly turned into uh, me purchasing, uh, I don't even, I can't, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, about 11 models. Uh, and all 118, all 118. And I skipped over like the cheap ones that like look like they were molded with like lumpy Play-Doh. Oh. Uh, oh. so I wanted like good detail, etc. So let's just fly through this list. So that car that started all of this, and I was just planning to buy this one and maybe two more. I didn't know how it exploded. But by the time you
1: roped me in, it had already escalated. Because you had it like, had, I'm going to yeah. buy, it was like eight plus. You're like,
0: I'm going to buy all of these. Yeah. And then even when I said, okay, no more, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. I ended up buying like four more after that. Uh, so... Uh that one was the Volvo 850 T5R wagon in do you know what the yellow is called? I'm looking at the list, but please go ahead. Fine. <laughs> so it's called T5R yellow. Uh Love it. and so that was the official paint code. So it's a 95 uh 850 T5R wagon. So this predates the 850 R and uh this one's an auto automobiles one. So it's a resin so, the doors don't like open and close, but it looks really good. Uh, and it does. I, I, one, I would love to have this car in real life, but all the US market ones are destroyed uh, or have like 300,000 miles on them. So, while I bide my time, uh, this one will have to do. It's a really cool model. And it's so, une- like, for me at least, it's unexpected because it's a Volvo 118th scale model. And yeah. it's in a good color. It's, it's in like a,
1: the color, and and you have the E34 M5 Touring. So, I do. like, I love the idea of you collecting these interesting Euro wagons. Yeah,
0: I've got a '94 uh, E34 M5 Touring in Techno Violet, which is also the good color for that car. Yeah. Uh, so I'll kind of fly through this a little bit. So then added to that list was a. Uh, so we talked about this because I don't, the way that I like to display model cars is not like on a shelf one next to the other, uh, just because I don't want it to look like a collection. I want them to kind of look like art objects. So, uh, and we kind of discussed this, but like older cars kind of fit that bill a little bit better. Uh, yeah, they're a little bit more sculptural. Yeah. You,
1: you had a 997 GT3 RS on the list and I kind of. I was I, I thought it wasn't a good fit yeah because it was such a screaming color like the the green and it was such a like shouty modern
0: car it is and it's kind of a little bit more like I don't know like while you know the, I also kind of like cross-reference this with like if I could buy all the cars that I ever wanted to buy would I have that car and in like a crazy collection list yeah I probably would. Uh, I'd probably have a GT three touring before I'd have a GT three RS, uh, yeah. just because it's more usable in real life. Uh, and they do have a one eighteen scale GT three touring. Uh, it was, I, I don't know. I wasn't moved by it, so I didn't end up picking it up. Uh, yeah, and- the colors weren't great. Yeah. And then I just like, so this took a long time. Like I considered all these cars like over the course of like a week, I guess, which (laughs) is a long time. Uh, and I ended up like wanting no post 2000 cars. So all of these are like 2000 and under except for one and we'll get there. So, uh, I have cars that are in a cabinet and those are kind of the newer ones. And then the classic ones kind of sit sparsed around like kind of placed around the house uh so we got a 73 quera 2.7 rs uh this is the touring model according to so they can make these anything they want <laughs> just by a label yeah. so yeah uh but they say it's a 73 uh rs touring in i they didn't officially say the the color but it's kind of in between signal and light yellow so yeah. i can't tell what it's supposed to be uh so it's signal slash light yellow. Um uh, so next to uh my bed on top of a, a Saarinen tulip table, I have a Lufticult book and I end up getting a an eighty seven nine five nine in garnet red metallic uh to place on top of the book. Who makes uh, that model? Uh Mini Champs. Oh yeah. Makes that model. Are you so happy with it? It's a good model. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Uh, Are you happy with the color? It looks I like, like arena color. red in the it pictures. It looks like I've seen. arena, yeah. But I think officially it was garnet red. No, so, no, I'm not. I believe it. I'm just yeah. saying
1: for a visual reference, more people know arena yeah, red. Yeah, yeah. It probably. looks like
0: arena. It looks like arena. Um, okay, so the next car uh, was a nine thirty seventy eight nine thirty uh, in light green metallic.
1: Does this look like? Does it look like your loaner car?
0: It. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it had a tail. That's all I can say. All okay. I can confirm here. Uh, so so 78
1: one, is it? Is so 78 it's is a it? Turbo it's Carrera, the, but
0: technically, the, what is it? Oh no, it's not. No, that'd be 76. Sorry. So it's the full
1: tea tray, like the one on my. Yeah, shelf. this is
0: the full T tray. Uh, okay. So this is a 78. So no, no, it'd be just a turbo, not a turbo Carrera. But it's in light green metallic, and the color is close-ish. It has kind of slightly cartoonish. Like tires, but that's fine. This one sits okay. in a cabinet. And I swear they're not all 911s. Uh, so the next one is a 1990 BMW E30 M3 in sterling silver metallic. And I didn't get that one in a color just because I had everything else. Kind of in a bright color, and it also kind of looks good in this kind of gray silver. Yeah,
1: I was I was just before you said that I was going to say silver is great on that because it really accentuates like the value, like the 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 light dark value changes yeah. with those box
0: flares, box flares, and that's extremely cool. Yeah, I do like it because the other options were basically uh, I I don't know red. If it, it was emola. Yeah. Uh, okay, one so. of the
1: three reds. As Daniel will tell you, there are three reds on the E thirty M three. Fine. <laughs> What is know. Hell Hellrot and many others? Oh, I poured too much there.
0: I unfortunately because you know I don't like going to the liquor store uh, as often. I've gotten the that's a Costco handle, size. That's a handle of Glenlivet. Yes, it is a handle of scotch. I don't what of it. <laughs> Anyways, so the next one, good color, ninety four. Uh, oh, I put E thirty E thirty six M three in Dakar yellow. Uh, also, this one looks pretty good Best too. color. Pretty good color, yeah. And it has the... The uh, motorsport wheels. Motorsport wheels, which are oh, my yeah. favorite That's on good. that. Uh, next after, in theme, 73 BMW 2002 Turbo in Chamonix White, which I wanted kind of the iconic one there because that one's out on display. Yeah. Uh, on top of books inside the house somewhere. So, and that one's pretty cool. Also, a mini champs. This one maybe the most normcore one, and I really wanted this one, and I know it's not the most loved configuration, but I really like it, and I actually would love maybe the next, the replacement for the LX to be this. So it's a 98 Mercedes G500 short wheelbase in brilliant silver metallic. And uh, I, I think this one's gonna be a little bit harder to find, and it's gonna be a little too expensive, so it probably won't be a G500, but, This one's my auto art. This one's pretty cool. It like all the doors open. It has carpet on the inside. Mm -hmm. It has hood struts that work for the engine bay. Uh, And I really like the way this looks. And the G500, they only ever imported uh, 10 to 12 of of these. So these were Europa ones. Wow. And... I was talking to you about this the other day. Like I, there were a couple on Bat uh, recently, and Europa charged an ex, like a insane premium. Like it was a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars car at the end of the day after, <laughs> like their um, uh, federalization process, wow. I guess, and they still sell for like sixty to seventy thousand dollars for this particular model because it was the V eight. Otherwise, you can get the. Uh, you can get six cylinder and the diesel all day long, uh, as like Japanese and otherwise European imports. So anyways, um, could you, I, I regret by the way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not. So when I bought the Celsius here, there was also a green short wheel base, uh, two eighty GE for sale. It was pretty good condition cloth seats. Uh, but with, like a modern ish interior and AC to be important because a lot of these shirt wheel base um imports don't have AC and they're extremely difficult to retrofit. And mm-hmm. it was a really good price too. Uh like not that much more than the Celsius. And I kinda wow. wish I had either got one or the other or both at the time. It would have mm-hmm. been right wheel uh, uh, right hand drive, which I know people would do but it was fine with me. Yeah,
1: no, that's yeah. Uh that's cool. You were not really sold on the short wheelbase until very recently, I think. I think this model kind of expanded your yeah. it seems like the model
0: actually changed your viewpoint on these cars. Well, I had, I was off of them for a while just because you are it's just like buying like a G-body, it like it doesn't matter that you could buy one as new as like 89. Like it is It is still basically a 1968 car. And it's kind of the same thing with the G-Wagon. Like, it was a mid-70s design. And so I was, like, hot on them for a second, like, a couple of years ago. And then I just realized I was just going to be, like, driving an old car even with, like... Because, you know, I wasn't interested in buying, like, a newer G-Wagon. And so I'm kind of hot on them and thinking about, like, what if I did buy, like, a slightly newer like a late 90s europa not anything special cuz i don't want to spend like an insane amount of money but uh that or like i don't know something else so this is just like these are you're listening to the like seeds of this idea that i'm saying right yeah. now is stupid i'm never going to do this and then 3 months from now <laughs> uh i will yeah. have made a mistake so i support this we'll see all right so after this uh 98 911 Carrera S split grill uh in Vesuvio metallic so that's a has metallic arrived? purple it has not arrived it it's coming oh. from Canada
1: okay well so, you bought it
0: later also I bought it later so this is like we're entering the like I'm not going to buy anything else and then I started buying like buying these uh, okay. I I used my Amazon points to buy this one yeah so it was basically free uh and then I didn't think I was going to do this but I ended up buying just to come to round out the wagon collection a 95 mercedes s124 e36 amg wagon in azurite blue uh so this is like a 90s era so this is not the hammer because the hammer was an option too we discussed Mm -hmm. this you were not a fan of the hammer i was on the fence Uh, yeah i I don't know i think that mercedes like all blacked out just not my thing as an idea the hammer is extremely cool because it was six liter uh v eight. uh but i will agree with you that as a model the all black thing uh yeah it was okay and this one is in like a very rich blue which kind of how is it so i see it behind you is it is it good you like it I do like it. I broke off the hood ornament this morning <laughs> while okay. dusting it. Um, and I've read it. I've since reattached it. It A hood ornament on a die cast model. I can see why it is a bad idea. Because uh, I'd yeah. saw, I saw a few used ones on eBay with a broken and or missing hood ornament. So, but it's actually, it's pretty good. It's a resin model. So none of the doors open, but uh, the details are pretty good. And it mm. has monoblocks which is pretty yeah, cool. That's what you need. That's what you need. And the color yeah. is good. I may break down and also get the hammer. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Cause I do like the, I do kind of like the uh, blacked out center. So it, it's a, it's a monoblock too. Uh, yeah. As well, I should say. And, but the centers, the spokes, yeah. I guess are blacked so, out. Didn't,
1: it, I, you don't have it on this list, but did your nine, six, four arrive? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't have it on this list. You're right. It, I, I saw also, in the picture. You sent a picture of your kitchen table, and it was on there, and it looked very good, and I was very jealous. It's really
0: good. Okay. I can't believe I forgot that so on this who list. Ma- who makes the, this 964 Carrera RS? Who makes it? So that is um, that is GT Spirit. Okay. Uh, so it's a resin model as well, but it's a pretty good resin model. Okay. So it is a, obviously, mid-'90s, 964 uh, career RS club sport. So mid trim, I don't actually, I don't know if you consider these levels, but it's the one with the completely stripped out interior as opposed Mm -hmm. to the RS that everyone sees, which is just the sport. Uh, so that one still has like carpets and, uh, whatnot. So this one has like the roll cage in it, color match roll cage. And I was going to put this one in the cabinet, but it looks so cool. Like with the roll cage, I love that this era, like RS, by the way, like, uh, that it looks so tame, like on yeah. the outside, except for like, you know, the bigger cup wheels. But, uh, so this one is in guards red. Uh, I, w- I I wanted to find one in like the mint or Ruby stone, but yeah. they're kind of hard to find. And auto art does make one, but it's like twice as expensive. This one do, was in do 14- the,
1: uh, did they get the taillights in the proper magenta?
0: They did ish. ish. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Um perhaps not like uh as real life as it could be, but yeah, not bad. So it it like I'm tempted to get I'm tempted to look for a an auto art one. Uh this one was not inexpensive and the auto art one is exceptionally not inexpensive. because <laughs> so, they don't make many more, but those open up. And they make those in the sport, so that means it'll have, like, the carpet and whatnot in it. Um, So we'll see. I'm slowing down for a second because I'm running out of places to kind of put them without it looking like a crazy person's Mm -hmm. collection. But, uh, yeah, no. So I will say, like, that model taught me a few things because I had to look up uh, the difference between the sport and the club sport, because I was, like you, you'd mentioned this too. I was thinking like, oh, what if, maybe it's a mistake. Because I remember the uh, the wing, but that's on the 3.8. Mm. So if you get the 3.8 RS, then you get the wing, uh, and yeah. I think speed lines. Uh, so yeah. this one's more subdued, and I kind of prefer the looks at least of this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they also made like an RS Comfort, which seems pointless. So like that's like a, I think that harkens back to like the nine, five, nine, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe so. I mean, it just has the nine, five, nine.
1: It was like 95% of them were comfort and then there was like 28 of them that were sport. So
0: most of the, most of the RS, nine, six, four RS's were sport. Like a handful were like a hundred and, uh, no, maybe 300. I forget what the numbers were, but, uh, just in the hundreds were, uh, the club sport and then the comfort was not uh as spec like as well spec or rather it didn't sell uh in the numbers that the sport did. I don't ever hear about the um the comfort i'm sorry, you know what I think they call it the touring, not the comfort uh, so it's okay. a touring model okay. uh but either way like the it's the same idea like they add more stuff back in yeah so uh if I could find a would it be dumb to buy a uh like a cup, a nine six four cup? Carrera cup. Kind of I the same hap, idea. I'd I have guess. to
1: see it. I don't I don't know enough about the the model.
0: It's basically the America. Like it was the uh forgotten and at the time like the one that they didn't even want to advertise, uh RS. It was just like the stripped down version for America. That was oh, not the okay. RS America. It was the pre-RS America. I guess. I see. I see. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: When I went to Canepa, they had like a Carrera Four Cup, like because it was like for an, a a stillborn oh. Carrera Four Cup series. Well, that was or, it. Yeah, I, that was it. There was, but there was like a it was like the Carrera Four, but it was bef- it was like they ended up not doing the series, but yeah. they made some of the cars and people that because people like pre-ordered them, and then they're like, hey, by the way, you uh, have to pay a hundred grand for this car. And people were like, uh, I'm not into it, but like they still had to do it. Yeah. But there was one at Canepa and it was pretty cool. And of course, they so yeah, so that's what happened. Money like, for
0: it. They couldn't find like sponsors for the series. And so I guess embarrassed or just to sweep it under the rug, they just quietly sold the cars. Uh, yeah. And there were only like 125 of them. So yeah. I don't know if they ended up selling by the discount. Maybe not. Well, the Carrera 4 Cup was even fewer because it was yeah. like four-wheel drive. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of crazy that that existed uh, because people were clamoring for the RS here. And that was like maybe an earlier... I, I might be wrong here, but that was an earlier answer to that, the RS, having an RS here. And then the RS America came out. which uh, purists are, it's a love-hate thing. I like them. It has a place in the history, uh, even though I think it was only 95 pounds lighter than uh, a C2. I don't remember. Yeah,
1: it wasn't very serious, but it was like cheaper and, you know, like... The idea was cool. The fact that like 70% of them got bought by like... SCCA instructors. Yeah, is and so they were cool. Used, like that is yeah. really legit.
0: Yeah. So there's that. Okay. Sue, so the last one. So this is on pre order, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I this is the newest model that I will have as far as like a representation of model year goes. And I wasn't even planning to buy it. I had tweeted about it uh, because it was just kind of cool and people were into it. Uh, And it it is a car that I'm like fascinated by. I don't even know why I'm fascinated by it. I think just because of the history, it's just such Mm -hmm. an austere icon. So it's a 2018 Toyota Century uh, in Kamui Eternal Black. Wow. So it's the new Toyota Century, which looks like, a cartoon version, like a modernized cartoon version of the old one. And the only reason why I bought this, uh, is because, uh, not because of, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of fascinated by the Toyota century, but it's an auto art model. Uh, it's very detailed. It also has the working hood struts, the whole thing, but it has wool seats, real wool seats. Ooh. So they look good.
1: Yeah. The picture, they look really good. Yeah.
0: It's a pretty good model and I'm kind of obsessed with it. It is. And it's going to be really big. It's probably going to be really big. It's a 118 scale, but the car itself in real life is probably like uh, Rolls Royce Fantastic. Yeah. Like I've
1: never seen, I've never seen like a non, I, I guess, besides your, your wagons are four doors, but I've never seen like a big car. Like it's, I've seen so few
0: even yeah. 118
1: scale four doors. Yeah. I don't
0: own any four doors. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this will be kind of interesting. I don't even know where we're gonna put it. I have a, I have like some stacks of um, Japanese magazines. I may like place it atop that just for theme. But sure. Uh, so yeah, that was like the long, long list. Um, That's exciting.
1: It's really cool. Like I said, I I've been petitioning for you to get that volvo model for
0: years yeah and this is so it's amazing that you got it so silly like i just i'd missed i've missed cars so much like just being in front of cars different cars i say that even though like half of us are 911s but uh yeah. that like this happened within like a period of like two weeks where i was gonna buy one model and then i am like 12 models.
1: Well, and you kind of like build your, I know you like to build your kind of dream garage and your like 3d renderings and stuff of your dream garage. I and do so do that. It's yes. like to, to do this with like physical objects is one step. I know closer. I just one like step more
0: real. So I, this is a, I've, this is a chip on my shoulder. I do not mean to project this on anyone else. If you collect cars and your car, your house is car themed. That is absolutely fine but uh i like to have cars like when someone walks into the house uh, like i i like i would like for them to know that i'm interested in cars but i don't want it to be like a car themed house and so uh i was really like hesitant to buy too
1: many models i have a couch that is uh, made from the rear end of a bel-air I was gonna have it shipped yep. to your house is yeah that yeah okay? oh,
0: it's next to the jukebox with the bubbles right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it plays uh, the happy days theme I did notice when you, when you bang it you do have a photo to painted canvas of mm. you and your car in the buff yeah. so yep. uh, yeah. that is there's a towel it's very tasteful yep yeah yep yep uh, placed a, <laughs> placed on the hood of the car, so it didn't really help with yes. that view much. Uh, anyways, so that is like where I am now. So if you're seeing on social media that I'm posting a lot about diecast models, that is why I am like yeah. replacing um, real life cars with diecast right now. I love the
1: photo you posted of the E36 in the Dakar yellow. It's such a good yeah. Oh, uh, so yellow.
0: I'm like taking photos. I mean, I'm not like it's not serious, and they're all on iPhone, uh, but, uh, instead of like, I, I almost bought a backdrop from Amazon, uh, to shoot them like as if they were real life. And then I realized that's not a rabbit hole that I really want to go down. No. And so I started shooting them, uh, on furniture, but I, I captured the machine it a bit by darkening the, um, exposure so that you can really L- tell what LDR. it was. If you will, LDR so, low
1: definition, low yeah, dynamic range.
0: Yeah, so I'm shooting them like underneath and in between like chairs to make it look architectural, but you can still tell like it's a chair, and so it's a model. It's not meant to look real, but uh, you fooled some people. There are some people who uh, the Volvo 50 T5R was well received, and uh, that is. I think it's also just because. It's just that is that is you can never go wrong with that car. No, it's an iconic car. I mean, it's like iconic. Even, so like I it's not I, I can only fast. remember
1: seeing one ever, but I went to the Hilton Head Concord in 2015 and Volvo yeah. was like a sponsor and they had they had brought all these cars or they had either like brought cars or had people bring cars that yeah. like had cars and collections and stuff. Yeah. And it was like Car after car after car that I like have no connection to and don't really care. But there was a yellow 850 T5R wagon, and I was Ooh, like, oh, it's so That's good. an interesting
0: man. So, uh, growing up, one of our neighbors, and I wish I had found out who it was, but someone down the street, I'd always see uh, one, the yellow 850 T5R wagon drive wow. by, but they also had like a red 850R. Sedan and like I, you know, every couple of weeks I would see it like pass by the house and I really wish I found out, I mean, I don't know what it would have done, but, uh, it would have been kind of neat. I had, can I offer to buy this from you in 20 years? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Please don't drive it. Please don't drive it to like 300,000 miles like everyone else does. But my, all of my neighbors growing up had like interesting ish cars. So my, the neighbor immediately next to us, uh, had a first year LS 400 with brown cloth seats, uh, across from us. Uh, there was a, a bachelor with many lady visitors who ha- had a series of eight, like eight series BMWs. I think he had, I saw him go through two at least, um, a red one and a black one. Wow. And then next to them was a family that had an Acura Legend sedan and a eighty series Land Cruiser, and honestly, like I thought that was the best pairing. Um, and then down the street, my uh, a good friend of mine's uncle who lived with her, uh, he collected um, six series BMWs, eighties six series BMWs. I forget what the model designation is. E twenty four. E24, yeah. Uh, So he had, like, I guess they weren't expensive at the time, but he had, like, several uh, that he went through. They were not expensive for a long time. Yeah, so I always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah. I wish I had, My neighbor... When I was in elementary school, my neighbor across the street, his, like, the father was a doctor in the military. Yeah. And he had an e24 m6 that was like in a race car livery Mm. and i think i've told this on the pod before but he um like i think the engine we lived in we were in north carolina at this time and the engine was in virginia being rebuilt for like two years i mean which as a kid seemed like an eternity this car was just like under a tarp in the garage for years and then he got it back on the road and like immediately got hit by a deer in our neighborhood and so he got that fixed, but it had like the racing livery and I think he tracked it or autocrossed it or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, his, the, the son, like the, who I played with, like he ended up being a, uh, professional race car driver. <laughs> what? What series? Yeah. Like Pirelli challenge. And he, like he was at Pike's peak driving when I went as a photographer. Wow. Two years ago. Did you say hello? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't run into him, but, um, yeah, like he's a well, real that's cool racing driver. He's driven in Grand Am and a mini series.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's very impressive. I always wonder how like people actually like get into it, like ease into it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think
1: you from a young age, you do go karts. That's yeah. what he did. He do you do karting, you do that,
0: and then you get into like I I, I don't even know just that like, you when but escalating well I guess you know, and then eventually someone escalates to like F one, but it seems like such monumental jumps each time. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. Uh, I feel like we were like the Malcolm in the middle family on our block, uh, with the crazy kids. And, uh, I remember once, I don't know why I'm thinking about this now, but, uh, my dad had a Taurus at one point, a black Taurus and the neighborhood kids would, because he would wash it all the time and they would get to whip creaming it like every couple of weeks. Why did he
1: have a black car if he was concerned of it being clean?
0: I don't don't know. So after that was a, a Volvo 850 Turbo in teal... Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, my dad's
1: E34 was black, and I would wash it for him a lot. I would, like, we would wash or I would wash it, and, like, the basket weave wheels were so impossible to clean. Like, they're oh, so, no. yeah. such a pain. I
0: always thought about, like, how do people actually clean those? Because you'd have to sit there and just, like, finger the whole, oh, well, that's fine. This is not a family oh, podcast. God. Finger the holes for, <laughs> like, half an hour. It's after hours room. for us, but we don't know when people are listening to this. I don't know. I Sorry. be driving to work. Kids. If uh, you're in the car listening to this, uh, uh, but I think we should, I think we should maybe wrap this I up. I think we should wrap this up. We are at four hours 30. Yep, here on uh, our show. If it's not
1: showing four hours 30 on your podcast player, it's because I edited
0: it out about three hours. Yeah, lots of chunks, lots of yeah, chunks here. Cuts All stuff right. Out. Thanks All right. for listening. Uh, to for 96 of new for 96 (laughs) glad we did that in unison as we always do as we do Yeah. so do follow us on Instagram at new for 96 and write to us if you will uh, at new for 96 all spelled out at gmail that is googlemail.com and I think that's it yep yeah you got it thanks for listening